Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hello. 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 <laughs> Hello. <laughs> What's going on, fellas? That's funny. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, this is... The Matt Mania Podcast. We are on episode 197. Dang. Inching closer. Safe to say we are all recording from the Cesaro section. Would that be a fair assessment? Absolutely. I think so. Yeah. I believe we are. Absolutely. That's probably the one match of Mania that we probably all had the exact same pick and probably reaction to. Yeah, if you bet money on that match, you would have won hands down because everybody would pick Cesaro. Yeah, for sure. I'm glad it's not even a question. It was a great match, too, man. Seth made him look great. Cesaro looked great, man. It was. I'm glad that I'm glad he went over. I really, I'm really glad he went over. Yeah, the right guy, the right guy won, man. Um, So today is a dark day if you're a wrestling (laughs) fan. It really is. Yeah. Literally two years in a row. We know that the Wednesday, usually Wednesday or Thursday after WrestleMania, <laughs> watch out. So, um, I first of all, let's start with the good. We are back with another episode of Matt Mania. We are happy to see you. My name is Mega Ram. In the center, you see the Neo X and there's Neo Shivani. And uh, on the right, we have Brock Knowledge. Thank you guys for joining. If you are seeing us live on Twitch, thank you. Or if you're hearing this later on, it's because of the Geekscape Network and the Steel Cage Network. So uh, thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening. And uh, we're here to give you a wrap-up of the week in wrestling. And mainly, there's really like two things to talk about right now. First, I think, is WrestleMania weekend. Now, I was there. I I visited the, the COVID Bowl of America. Tampa, and uh, I've come back in one piece. And um, I gotta say, man, it felt really good to be in front of people like to see a show. Like, I don't, I mean, you guys saw the televised part, you know, where all the wrestlers came out in the beginning of the show, yeah, and everybody's like super hyped and all that. Like, that energy was infectious, like, the entire stadium was feeling that, was getting up out of the seat, jumping around. Like, people were, like, hype. And then Vince came out, gave some words. And I remember talking about it with a friend of mine. They were like, who do you think is going to be the first person to speak on a show with people first? And uh, I think everybody agreed that it had to be Vince. 
provided he was alive, it had to be Vince. Uh, so it was good to hear from Vince kicking off the show. And then they immediately turned everybody around and went back inside. And then the, the, um, the PA said, everyone, please go find safety because a thunder and lightning storm is coming. <laughs> so, I, hope you, I hope you brought your own safety because it got thunder crazy. and lightning is coming. Yeah, they're like, all right, guys. So we all had to walk back into the like just waiting area where you walk up and walk in. Yeah, and but uh, you, that's covered. But, but there was probably no social distancing in that area. There's no way to social distance. There's twenty five thousand people at that point, Go all rough. heading towards like common areas. You know, like where the bathrooms are, where the you know the um, and you're by the bathrooms. Damn. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. I didn't use the bathroom there. Um, that's just why I'm glad it was a short show. Uh, three hours. I didn't have to use the bathroom. I didn't have to eat there. I ate right before I came. And um, from what I heard with events like this, that's where, if anything, that's where a lot of like stuff has spread. It's been like things that everybody touches, like the bathrooms and, you know, whatever. So I try my best not to. They had porta potties and they had sinks that didn't even work. There was like a pump, like a foot pump sink. And they didn't even work. Oh, yeah, you're um, you're better off with like baby wipes and a and a, and a what is that a catheter? <laughs> yeah, so just hold it if you try if you got to go to those places for a bathroom. Dehydrate your body before going to mania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one time to not hydrate. Uh, so yeah, this this was at that moment. I'm gonna just walk you briefly through my experience, and then we can get into what y'all saw. Cool. Uh, so while they're telling us to wait, I walked and. Um, into the common area. I'm talking to my friend Rob. Shout out to Rob Aurelius who got me the ticket. Uh, we were in like um, a wheelchair section. So I don't know if you've ever seen those sections where there's a wheelchair space yeah. and then there's a seat next to that. So that's kind of where we were. And it was a cool spot. It was very well distanced, but you couldn't see the actual ring. When you look down, they had these four pillars, these WrestleMania pillars, and one was directly blocking the ring. So I was like, this ain't going to work. I was like, I don't know how. But I'm getting down there, and I'm putting down reason. I'm like, we'll figure it out. Wouldn't you know, the moment I walk back out into the common area, and we're just standing there, you're seeing everybody because everybody's there. And I bump into a gentleman I knew. This gentleman's name is Kaz. Shout out to Kazim. Uh, from Wrestle, Wrestle Rap um, alumni. And uh, he was like, yo, come with us. And I'm like, okay. So Neo is lost. He's falling into the abyss. Yeah. The forbidden door is closed for Neo. It is. So <laughs> he's like, yo, come with us. I start walking with them. And he's like, yeah, to the person in the front of the line. And he turns around and it's Wale. Hey. And he's like, yo, what's up, man? And I was like, all right, let's just go. So we're just walking with them. And um, we walk past the area where they do the um, WrestleMania pre-show. I see Rosenberg and a few of the guys, uh, JBL maybe up there and they just they're like just messing with rosenberg trying to get him to look that way like hey rosenberg sucks what's up you know and then we walk around there and again i'm just following because they told me to follow i'm walking around then they go down one level and then they go down another level and then they go down another level and then we're on the floor and i was like oh word <laughs> hey i just walked with them and uh we just keep on walking we're on the hard cam side so directly in front of the hard camera uh, not TV side. So he goes up to the fourth row, third row, second row, and then just sits down. And then we're like, all right. So we sit in the row behind them. We here. 
<laughs> and we're there. We're here. We just watched the show from there. I was like, yo, this is nuts. And um, enjoyed the show, man. And right from there, um, that was when Drew was coming out. And so we got to see, you know, the entire show, like, just like, that's the dope part about that side. You're not on TV, but they're playing for you because yeah, you're the heart performing camp. for you. Yeah. Exactly. So they're like, so we were in the shout the dragon master. Yes. We we're in the family friends and family section. So in between every match, what they do is they rotate out family members. Like, so you always see a family member in the front row. Yeah. They rotate them out. So for that match, some of Drew's family came out. Some of Bobby's Bobby's kids and stuff were there. And um, then they moved them out. Uh, Linda came over there for the Shane match with Shane's kids. Um, like Kofi's kids came out. Like, so it was pretty cool to see everybody. Titus's kids were sitting with us. And uh, so, yeah, we had a really good time, man. And um, it was it was dope. So that part. Um, but for y'all, I'm just curious, like, did they pipe in crowd noise, you think? Or was there just. Was it just 100%, 100%. Oh, yeah, especially that was very evident on the clips you saw when they were booing Sulk Sogan. They were piping <laughs> in cheers over the booze. <laughs> yo, they let Hogan have it, yo. And shouts out to Tampa for booing that bastard. Yo, I was really surprised. Tampa is his hometown. Yeah. And they cheered Titus and booed the heck out of Hogan. And I was both like, nights, both nights okay. I was like, oh, that wasn't a mistake. Like, I'm not just hearing things. No, like, the moment he talked, he got booed over. (laughs) That was great great to see. It was such a bad move to have him host. I don't care if it is his hometown. He has no right. I mean, not even right. He just just doesn't. It's just not a good look anymore, fam. Like, it's just not. It's never going to work. Why do they keep forcing him down? No. What would you say, Rock? I said, do we want hosts for WrestleMania? Because I don't. I don't need when, it. When they're entertaining, like the New Day, like well, when the New Day, like, yeah, yeah, the New Day was cool. But they, why were? How did they not have a match on that card? Or did they? Mm. The year that the New Day were hosting. Yeah, what, did they not? Did they not have a match? They, and why? They didn't have a match, and that was weird. Was somebody hurt? No, that was when Jeff and 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 Matt Hardy did the return. Came back, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, however, like when, like if there's hosts that do stuff like backstage, that's cool, right? Yeah, or yeah, if yeah. they come out and they greet the crowd, they want to, you know, MC or whatever, cool. But like, yeah, make it be like a wrestler and an actual like entertainer personality person that's going to bring legit, like a legit viewing from the world yeah. outside of professional wrestling to put eyes onto the product. Or are you going to have, you know, Smoke Smogan to come over here, Terry Bolt? <laughs> Terry Bobeba to to come and just try to like <laughs> you know he, he's trying to you know finesse his way back into the crowd and nobody's having it man like it's we're a They're smarter crowd we're, we're more I don't know what you call it like woke I mean we just don't yeah. want it anymore and I think it's too late I think it's too late for him I think even if he were to apologize really apologize at this point it's too late this should have right. been happened it's too late this should have happened a long time ago and even if it does, like no one, I don't. No one wants to hear it. Like, I appreciate them. I guess being like, all right, if one of us had done something crazy, we would want maybe another chance. But like, yo, it's proven that this is a failure. Like, they don't have to keep forcing it. Like, people are not feeling him. Yeah, no. And uh, see that guy. 
Yeah, like they're. I'm sorry. I'll be well, like, yo, we tried Hulk. They don't like you. So and, it's and over. Let's, and let's touch on his PR tour. Was it a significant PR tour? Like, did, yeah, everybody in the back, right? There's been reports or dirt sheets saying like people met with him, but they never felt his apology sincere, right? Yep. So it's so it's like now now this conception of of you know um you know broke Brogan is just it's not. <laughs> It's never going to stick, <laughs> you know? We got to keep changing his name for the rest of the show. We really do. Hulk Bogan, Sulk Sogan. I like it. Uh, <laughs> Doke Dogan. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I, I was like, I totally agree with you. You got to keep it moving. He is yeah. not. You know what's funny, yeah. bro, is even Seth Rollins said, like, yeah, my professional wrestling Mount Rushmore has to have Hulk Hogan because of what he did for professional wrestling, but. But that's Yo, it. Joe BM had the best one. Nope, Nogan. <laughs> <laughs> nope, Nogan. That's that weird. Might, um, that might be the name of the episode. Nope, Nogan. Nope, Nogan. <laughs> but, but but even Seth Rollins said, like you know, I, re- I like he did this for wrestling, but he's not a good human being. Yeah, he was very very clear. Like yeah, and that's what. I'm no shout out to Marcos. He's in the chat. He always says like, we can't deny what Hogan has done for the business. And that may be true. And and that's kind of where Seth's justification was. Right. You can't, you can't talk about pro wrestling without his contributions. Yeah. You can try, but you would be omitting things. You know what I mean? So for that, it's fine. But today in 2021, we don't need to see him. Like we just don't. <laughs> We're supposed to learn from the past, and we can appreciate the past for what it was. But let's not—I mean, let's not continue to repeat the mis- repeat the mistakes in the past, right? Right. Yep. Right on. Okay, and that is the last time we'll ever mention Nope Nogan. Nope Nogan. Mo- moving forward, um, let's talk. We're not going to go through the whole car, but no, for you guys and your guys' opinion, Saturday night best. Uh, best match what did you what did you enjoy saturday oh, man. saturday uh, we had bad bunny and priest we had banks and bel-air funny. we had uh cesaro yeah I, I mean for me it's cliche but i felt like this was the this is the best match that i've seen sasha banks in this is sasha at her very best and the way she sold and put bianca over and let bianca literally throw her around and did everything, took everything. Um, and just the moment, man. The moment in the ring when they're both before the match is going to yeah. start. And you can tell that Bianca's crying. You know, just that moment. Because this wouldn't have happened 15, 20 years ago. You wouldn't have yeah. had two African-American women headlining the biggest show in professional wrestling. So they sure. both knew the magnitude of what they were, what they were a part of. And they delivered. You know, you were there, Rand. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Was the hair whip in the arena as loud as it was on TV? Yo, it might have been louder. It was like, that was like, everybody heard that. It was like, yo. I I love the story behind the the hair whip. Do you guys know about it? No. What's the story? No. So, So the story was she would use that move as a heel in NXT, right? Okay. You remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so what would happen is when she made the jump to the main to the main roster, she's been working babyface. So she's never had to use it. And mm-hmm. she said to herself, I will only use this move if someone blatantly or or you know uh intently 
wants to use my hair against me in any way, shape, or form. So, you know, you what is it? What's the term? You you get you mess with the bull, you get the horns. Yeah. Shabat. Watch out. Bam. Like she took that all along her torso, right? Oh, she she, she didn't want to use it. Yeah. yeah. Nice oh. So there's a story behind it. Like once when people pull her hair or use it to choke her, then she's like, all right, now it's a weapon. So then I'm gonna use it. It's fair okay. game now. I didn't it's realize fair game, that. As a baby face would. And yeah. I and I appreciate that little storytelling. It really goes a long, long way. I really like that type of yeah. stuff. Yeah, that match was. It, I, I've gone back and watched it twice, and, and mm. so good, man. Like, tip. Yeah, <laughs> it was so good. Like that. I want to watch it on on the TV just just yeah, to really one, feel it. That should definitely be if you're doing like a career retros- retrospective on Sasha. That's one of her best matches, even though she lost. Just the way yeah. that she put over the the next generation of you know super female superstars. That's essentially what Bianca is, because I mean Sasha's more established. Bianca's coming up, and she, yeah. man, she made her look great. And I, I was ecstatic. I, mean, I was watching it, and when I when Bianca won, my sister was like, "You're not going for Sasha," and I was like, "Nah, man, <laughs> not I'm, this time. Not I'm, this time. I'm Bianca all day." Do you think I, I had some people say like they felt like Bianca's emotion maybe kind of gave it away, the fact that she came out already emotional crying about it like you think that that made it kind of clear that she was going to win or i I didn't think so i feel like there's legit emotion for even being there yeah. you know what i mean that, that, that's, that's a moment that they're that they they're they pioneered it's it's it's, it's, it's as big a moment as when trish and lita had the main event on raw like that had never been done before and they they did it the first time and it was emotional for them and then this is wrestlemania <laughs> like you're headlining your company's biggest biggest show first show in over a year with live people this is huge huge yeah yo i'll tell you what my guy if anybody is saying if anybody's trying to like make something out of nothing because of that situation you're probably only watching wrestling just to kind of pick at it yeah and and you keep Mm -hmm. that negativity to yourself man because that that part was special i think if you're a a pure wrestling fan and you saw what was happening you knew the scope of behind it like brock Brock said you know the magnitude of this match Mm -hmm. that automatically gets got me invested immediately because Mm -hmm. i was talking out my butt about how much this buildup was shit and i hated the buildup yeah but when we actually got there I, it just kind of all magically vanished because I have to remember, sus- I had to suspend my disbelief a little bit and remember these women are going to put it all on the line tonight. And this is the, uh, uh, what is it? The amalgamation uh, of their road and those shitty go shows. Like, this is what it's all worth. This yeah. is what it's worth. Absolutely. Shout out to Michael Cole for actually mentioning it on the broadcast, like how important it was. He said, this is the first time ever two black women are main eventing WrestleMania. And, like, for the longest time, I felt like they were just going to let it happen and not acknowledge it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think it was dope to see the the ac- acknowledgement. On did, you, so. uh, did you guys see the clips of after the match when Sasha's on the ground like crawling towards the barricade and she's trying to sell that she's like hurt but she's actually like she's smiling looking at Bianca like not just yeah not, you know. like just happy about it yeah that, and that, like to me that was that was 
say what you will about it not being great and not being for the business at that point, but that right there shows you how important that match was to them too. Because she broke character and was smiling watching the woman who just beat her for her title. Meanwhile, and let's talk about it, Sasha Banks is 0-6 at WrestleMania. But in that moment, do do you think she cared? Oh, she's no. the new triple. She's the new Triple H. That's you know, fine. she don't care. Like this is yo, you get to put over the next thing that is like maybe gonna you know take over women's wrestling for the next ten years. Like yeah. it's there's no crazy. She's zero yeah. six at Mania. You know like, she's never that's won a match. Like, that's like Triple H, man. Like he never got a lot of Mania wins, but he held the title throughout the shows, right? It's um, like the reverse. It's like the reverse streak. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's crazy. Like, I remember for the longest, like, she hasn't, I know she didn't win a lot, you know, as champion. She's lost probably every big match as champion. But, like, I didn't realize she was 0 6 at Mania. And, like, you know, there's the story of them losing the tag belts or whatever at Mania or not winning the tag titles and supposedly crying about it, her and Bailey. But this time, you can see legit emotion and, and, like, her being happy for, for what Bianca did. And, you could also look at New Day. New Day took an L at Mania. But what did they do? They put over new black talent. You know what I'm saying? Big E took an L. What did he do? He put over black talent and put them put in, in Apollo's biggest match ever. You know what I mean? So I'm sure none of them feel bad at all. Like, oh, I didn't win at Mania. Like, eh, only we keep track of that stuff. Bigger than wrestling, <laughs> man. Bigger than wrestling. Absolutely. Um, so I want to see... Oh, yeah, I posted that. I was like, yo, people were crying, like, real talk. Like, I looked around, everybody was crying because we were, like, right there where, like, her dad was and her family, and she stood up on the apron, and, like, there was real emotion there. And I'm like, this is absolutely bigger than wrestling. And I even had a chance to to chat with her, and um, and she said the same thing. She's just like, yeah, like, I just want little girls to see this and be like, yo, I can do this, you know? And uh, so that was dope. So I want to bring up something Drizzen mentioned and put into our uh into the discord that uh it's a meme that says how's this for juxtaposition wrestlemania 35 kofi mania co-hosted by nope nogan wrestlemania 37 black champions at the beginning and at the end of the show hosted by broke brogan (laughs) it's almost like they planned it this way so Again, and I think I made allusion to this at some point, probably during WrestleMania 35. Even when they do something really dope for people of color, WWE's still like, you got to take Hogan. You got to take Hogan. Right, you got to take Hogan for this. You know, it's always a trade-off, always. So I'm sure that's not a a coincidence. Not at all. No. Ah, so I thought that was interesting. Uh, any other highlights of night one? We got to talk about Bad Bunny. Um, MVP of the night was Bad Bunny. MVP yo, from from his entrance on, I was like, oh, they they are not playing. <laughs> like, Bro, he did a bunny destroyer. <laughs> yo, he did a Canadian destroyer. Yo, so some cool things about that I mentioned in the chat. I got a, I had Puerto a chance Rican to destroyer when at Derek's house. Now it's a Puerto Rican destroyer. I had a chance to talk to Drew Gulak, who said that he was a part of the crew that was training Bad Bunny. And he said, man, he caught on to it super quick. He was super excited. 
and he worked his butt off. And he's like, once we got everything done, we decided to throw in the Canadian destroyer just to pop ourselves. <laughs> we we're like, you know what? Yeah, this an, is an indie make... move. An indie yeah, move. like this is no, gonna no, make no. people crap their pants <laughs> like to see him pull this off. Bro, I was and... not expecting that when I was watching. I was like, holy shit, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's like so ridiculous. And the, I mean, shouts out to Morrison for for taking that and selling that, and you know that was just. I mean, Bad Bunny. I think he he's he had the best celebrity appearance in WrestleMania history. Oh yeah, he, actually, he did everything and more. And shit, man, <laughs> it was it was dope, bro. I was I'm I'm not mad at him being involved. So I got a text, and I, I hate to turn it into a, a negative, like turning in turning praise for somebody into a negative. But I got a text from someone. I won't say who. They were like, "Yo, why does Bad Bunny seem to be getting this?" better than say Dominic Mysterio <laughs> and I was like oh that's that's harsh but but fair you know why um why because Dominic Mysterio is not selling out merch from the WWE shop like Bad Bunny does it's all it's about a, the money bro it's a business it really is <clears throat> like Bad Bunny I'm looking right now because I was gonna buy my mom the splash shirt but they're sold out in her size because she likes Bad Bunny <laughs> all of this shit is sold out bro it's legitimate. oh yeah Sold out. I had a I had a chat with a, a merch guy there, and he was saying we only did one Bad Bunny shirt, and he was like, I might wind up regretting that. He's like, because I thought that Bad Bunny's fans wouldn't make it to WrestleMania. He just thought that these people, like, they're not wrestling fans, so they these won't come. People. But it's like, what what else is there to do? Like, you can you can go see a Bad Bunny concert, sorta, for a thirty five dollar ticket. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, so yeah, they came out. He they did a white shirt. I didn't really like it. They did a white shirt with Priest and Bad Bunny. That was kind of eh. yeah, it was eh. Uh, but yeah, he was like, we should have did another shirt. Like you know, Bad Bunny's merch outsells everybody. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, it was it was dope to see. Man, he killed it. And so here's the other side of that. And I want to ask y'all. I mean, of course, this this to me as as child Demarcos who said it. This this does prove that Miz is the money. Like we knew he was gonna make he was gonna make Bad Bunny look good. We had a Miz Appreciation Day a few weeks ago. Yeah, he's a goat, and this this just further proves it. You know what I mean? I remember thinking back to remember WrestleMania. What WrestleMania one was it when they had uh, Mr. T and and Brogan? Yep. And uh, and how there's stories of that Piper and Orndorff didn't want to sell for Mr. T. Yep. Like they were like, we don't want him to make us look bad. Yep. Because he's not from our world. So it just shows where, you know, where the business has gone since then. And how yeah. Miz, Miz will show up and be like, you know what? I'm going to do this. What? Three weeks ago, I was champion. Two weeks ago. Now I'm getting beat up by a singer. <laughs> like, it's all good. I'll do whatever you need. So yeah. shout out to Miz for sure. Yeah. No, the Miz, Miz did his thing, man. It was a good match. Um, I think the only, the only negative that I take from the match is, not from the match itself. It's what happens to Damian Priest. That's what I that, wanted to talk that, about. That's what scares me. Where Where do you guys see Damian Priest going without Bad Bunny? Uh, Neo, any thoughts? Yeah. Um, obviously, it's WWE, so it's, it's, it's just going to be dependent on how they book him, unfortunately. And what's their track record with uh, big, good-looking guys who can work and, and move and, 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 and do everything? 
Yeah. Not well. Not well. <laughs> Not well. It's like, but, but he's tall and he can work and he's big. Uh, yeah, and, and he's, he's got, very handsome. He's got a very like, unique look. Like, yeah, so he could be too different for his own good. I, I hate to say. I'd even rather him go back to NXT. Like, just just pop up on NXT next week. I'm like, I wouldn't even be mad. It's um, unfortunate. That's been on NXT that left to the main roster just to go back to NXT. <laughs> it's, safer, <laughs> it's safer there. It's, it's safer, safer there. So I, I had a chat with uh, a WWE person. And they told me the same thing, that they were worried about Priest because they feel like they moved him up quickly to do the bad money thing. The crowd hasn't been established with him. They don't know his finishing move. They don't know really anything about him because the Raw crowd and NXT crowd, very different. different. And um, and he's like, I, I, I really worry about him. And that person said that they didn't think that he got as big of a reaction during the match as bad money. And it's like, well, duh, it's bad buddy. So in that aspect but i mean it's legitimate yeah so that that could that could be a, a cause for worry i hope that they give him another chance they do something cool with him but yeah he's he does have to establish himself with this audience like we got to see his moves we got to hear him talking and like he's got to build his relationship outside of the guy who hangs out with bad bunny <laughs> He was what North American champ in NXT once. Is that is that right? Yes, okay. he was North American champ, okay. uh, and then he came up like right after that. Like yeah. he lost it and then was gone. Um. So, uh, and and a good point is that Bad Bunny did work the majority of that match. Like yeah, he took a <laughs> he lot really of did. that offense. He took a lot of that. I remember, like, I think it was somebody near me was like, "Yo, he tired. He tired." And I was like, oh, "I don't know." <laughs> like he's still going. He's like, gas, bro. <laughs> like he did a lot. So uh, shout and, out to and selling. Man. He was selling like he's a so, pro. I legit was kind of afraid for him because you have to remember, like, he's not a pro wrestler. You know, right. he's he's like what? He's like a buck eighty. <laughs> you know? I was surprised to see him sell so, as much as he did. He's so wet. Like he had to put on that that bulletproof vest, right? To take some extra shots. He's one of those <laughs> one of those minimalist D'Lo Brown vests. Right, right. <laughs> I was impressed with that for sure. Um, so this is by far the best celebrity performance in a WWE ring. Yeah. The like, other person that was on the show, whatever his name was, the, the wannabe YouTube boxer, he was oh, an afterthought. Yeah. yeah, he oh yeah. He, he took a stunner. I'm like, good, whatever. Let's let's never bring him back, please. Okay, so let me talk about that. I want to move. We talked about a positive. I'm gonna say that's that match was my most disappointing. Um now, granted, I feel like it was a little rushed to put together, but I just knew. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, they've been friends for years. They have had to talk about rest, making WrestleMania moments together. They you know fight what I'm saying? forever literally. in the indies, in anywhere, talking about how they're going to make a WrestleMania moment one day. And this, to me, didn't hold a candle to any of their previous matches. And no. maybe it's, you know, the stakes are different. Maybe, you know, I don't know. There didn't seem to be a lot of fire. I don't even think they went outside the ring. Like it just, it no, seemed like a Sammy, very plain match. Sammy did that brain buster on the apron. Oh yeah, okay. There was yeah. that. Mm. Um, I'm gonna watch it again. But like to me, I really thought that night too. I thought that that was gonna be a highlight, and it was kind of an afterthought. Mm-mm. I kind of felt like night two was an afterthought. <laughs> yeah, the entire night two was. Uh, sh- yeah, it night two. Pretty- 
was uh, was pretty much forced. It was not it was not great. Um, it was all for the main event though. Like the main event is what actually did night two any whim of justice. And I think that's what that sold was, the tickets. Great rain, great main event. Match, man. Yeah, I think there were more people in the building for night two, and that's because of the star power at the top of that lineup. Um, you know, seeing Roman, seeing Edge. Um, I okay, saw people Brian. crying for Edge. The same thing, like just see seeing him in person, not thinking they would ever see him come to a ring, you know. So, uh, so yeah, a lot of people paid to come to that one. There was like no space around me for that match or for that show for second night. Yeah. Um, first thing we got on night two was the Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton thing with um, <laughs> both of y'all doing the same exact. Head shake We're both like, nodding our heads. No, I mean, I, I, or shaking our heads. No, sorry. My, my mm. opinion on the fiend is not has never been quiet. So I, yeah, that was horseshit. Right, you've never been high on the fiend, so this is yeah. fair. Me, but even if you're not, though, to me, you got to think. You just rebuilt the fiend. You repackaged him. You brought him back to life. You put new, you know, you put a new suit on him. You brought him back again, and for what? And he was wearing a babushka. He, What's a babushka? Like, he was like in the intro, he was wearing this babushka, and then it got like lit on fire. Like it's one of those things that old ladies would wear. Hi, boys. Hi. Hey, what up? Yo, what's up, youngin? Look at that oh loaf. God. Hey. Looks just like Monica. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what up, mods? <laughs> Yo, miss you. Wow, looks just like mom's. Yeah, um, crazy. There, so you weren't expecting much from this rock, to be fair. Um, I just thought you you repackage the fiend, you rebuild them, you burn them, you bring them back, like just to lose again. I, what are y'all doing with this guy? What are y'all doing? They use WrestleMania to further along another storyline. You know how I feel about that. That should not happen. You're right. That's a no-no. Like these yeah, storylines right. should end. You can't build new things at Mania. I thought because the was done when he got burned in the ring by Randy Orton, and then he survived that, and then he came back looking like the House of Horrors. And they, and I don't I don't I don't know, man. It was just I don't I don't know. I, hmm. I don't know what their what, what their thought process was, but they thought it was a good idea. I did read that that the finish of that match was changed last minute, so I'm curious to know what the original finish was. Yeah, um, I guess the original was Fiend goes over and or may, I don't know. I heard so many rumors about stuff they might do with Bray, like Bo Dallas getting involved, like all types of other things. Not and anymore. Then, not anymore. He's down, <laughs> homie. And we'll get to that, but. Um, Bo leave. He still got live though. Yeah, he's he's, he's doing okay. Right. <laughs> Thank the fiend that they healed him because his look for that minute was terrible. Yeah, it was the uh, the bacon mask he was wearing. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't even mind if he was still wrestling in that attire, right? Because I would have imagined, like he, I thought personally, that the fiend needed to win over his soul. I didn't think I, I still don't know what the story is. That's why I'm just trying to book this myself. I thought he needed a win back and maybe win back his place to then be resurrected. But no, he was resurrected by this um this uh jabroni in a box and 
<laughs> like, like that was it. Like that's all you needed to do. Bro, like you go I, right I, there. That's the title, guys. I didn't understand. The sh- <laughs> like I couldn't get the story. Like Rand said, like you, you burnt him, you beat him, they beat each other, and I was like, okay, there's got to be something epic, right? Nah, mm. nah. He just pops up, and then he's like fresh skinned, right? And yeah, it. like what? Yeah, like what happened? Like, and then Alexa Bliss transforms. So now without, she's the story, right? <laughs> Alexa's the story is that she's now she's so so she technically turned on Bray and now so she, she realized she doesn't need the darkness. So now she was sweating the darkness that Randy Orton was throwing up earlier. Ah. And I don't understand what that is. Like is it that that mm. goop from uh from Roger Rabbit? The dip? Is it oh, the, the dip? dip? Is it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Acme brand tar? I don't know. It's it's weird. So one's one's very pleasant surprise, at least the ending, was uh Sheamus versus Riddle. Um this match surprised me. I knew it would be a physical match, but like I I didn't expect Sheamus to go over. Like I didn't think there was any reason to, you know. But uh, I read anything that gives that. me a surprise. What you what you heard? So that one Matt Riddle was never supposed to have the title to begin with. He was given the strap due to the whole situation with Keith Lee when he was taken out of that fatal four-way they had, I think, against Bobby or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, so, but And there was some plans I was reading for him to actually go over at Mania, but last minute they decided to put the strap on Sheamus. Um, so, I mean... Yeah, that's reassuring. Let's book WrestleMania on the day of. Fuck me, man. I mean... <laughs> It shouldn't surprise you, though. This is this is. No, they have no plans. They don't know what they're doing. Where they're writing Raw during Raw still. So, <laughs> I, I, how do you even like handle that kind of a work environment where like you're in the middle of a show? Scrap that whole idea. We're gonna do this. That's crazy, man. Like I, I'm I don't know sure, how you can function in that environment. I'm pretty sure the, the like the writing staff, they probably still even have beepers. Like that's probably how bad it is. Like they're just on call. <laughs> It doesn't matter. Because, I would you know, be surprised. Beeper batteries never die. Your phone <laughs> could die. <laughs> were there any a question? Was were, were there any Keith Lee sightings at the arena at the Hall of Fame? Anything was as I. I'm I so pre Hall of Fame. They got they got dressed up for Hall of Fame. Him and like, me. I'm, I'm so curious to know what's going on with him, and I hope it's not anything serious because they've been so hush about it. It's just but odd. He, they were they were around, so they were. I guess they were in Tampa. They were there because um, they got dressed up. Yeah, Mia. There. There's a picture she of looked, both of them dressed up. She, and she looked, looked up nice. She cleans yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't. I but yeah, I don't know. I don't even want to speculate at this point. Like it, it it's kind of sad. Like I'm just like, what is happening? You, you know? brought up so. a good point during your Twitch earlier today about uh, he's probably not getting the shine because he's probably hasn't agreed on signing off his name or his rights or his legal title. Yeah. Yeah. That was something Teak wrote up in the, um, in the chat. Shout out yeah. to Teak. Um, and I, I feel like there could be something to that, man. Like a lot of people that don't do that and you, you don't have to, cause I read that CM Punk didn't do that. Like you don't have to give them rights to your name, mm-hmm. but when you don't, it's going to be a struggle to be on the ice cream bars or the you know what I mean <laughs> you know what I'm saying like it becomes oh. real like they're like oh you want 
you want us to make you famous, but we don't get a piece of your name. Mm. Mm. So I don't think they would they would keep him out of the ring for that. But yeah, they, I guess. I don't. But know. I don't know. I think it's a little more serious than that. I think it's got to be. <clears throat> it's got to be an injury or something health related. And like I said, I hope it's nothing serious. You know, maybe he's just got some mm-hmm. nagging injuries, and I don't know. Hope we'll find out soon because they have. Yeah. Really- on on the bright side, Keith Lee has thirteen products on the WWE website of the shopping. Oh, that's cool. Thirteen. I, I didn't know he had so much merch. Thirteen. Yeah, wow. 13 products total. He's got uh, three T-shirts, two sweatshirts, plates, posters. He's got a mug, a plushie, a gym bag, and a lanyard. Okay. Right. I mean, so he's still got stuff there. So, I, I mean. So, they still have faith in him, which is r- good. Right, right. Mind you, a lot of it's discounted, but uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's there. Right now. It is well, I, I feel like, man, once... Once Vince McMahon kind of sours on you, man, it's a wrap. But what did he do? What, what did, he, did do? he do? He dove through the ropes. He oh, okay. He didn't do big boots and and beals and you know all the stuff that they want Big Show and them to do. Who's that? I think once I don't know. Like I, I hope <laughs> I'm wrong, but at the simple, it could be it could be very simple. It could be just the fact that. Vince doesn't feel like he's a big man enough, you know. They did have the Keith Lee plushie at the WrestleMania store, and I almost even though it. he beat the shit out of Brock and Rumble. Okay, let's 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 forget about that one then. Yeah, I mean, we'll find out something soon. I I, I would hope. You know, I hope so. Keith Lee news. I mean, so, so overall, what do y'all rate WrestleMania? How many beers would you give Mania? We got to combine both nights, though, because I feel like if I combine both nights, it's going <laughs> to drop the score down a little bit. It, it's going to, but yeah. Okay, night one, we'll do separate, and then we'll take an average for the night one, <laughs> I would give night one, prob- is that a six-pack? Yeah. I'll give it five beers. Mm, okay. I think I agree. I'd go five. And what about night two? <laughs> Wait, well, Neo, what do you think about night one? Night one, I wanted to give it about, I want to give it four. Okay. Okay. All right. Four. What could have what could have been better on night one for you? Uh let me let me pull up. The the tag team turmoil match was a big turnoff. Yeah. For yeah. for me. The um the only real match that I liked was the uh um you know the Cesaro versus um where is it? Let me pull up the card. Uh, Cesaro and Seth. That was the that was the woman the turmoil was a woman's match, right? The woman Yeah. Yeah, it's what oh, that's match. where Dana Brooks nipple made an appearance. Hey yo, and uh, Mandy slipped. Yeah, a nice black, a nice little blackout moment on the screen. When that yeah, that was, that was funny. <laughs> I totally didn't see that. Um, it was, I guess, yeah, everything Mandy, was happening so Mandy fast. Did, Mandy did biff it? That was funny. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, Randy she, Orton clowned her on night two and fake, she fell right on her hole. That was so good. <laughs> that was good. Um. I feel like it was a lot of fan service first night. Second night, they were like, now let's just do whatever we want. <laughs> and it, it yeah, kind of showed. Night two just felt like I was watching a really bad edition of Raw and SmackDown combined. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was not, that. I just was not. It didn't have. There was too much good, great stuff on the on night one. Uh, yeah. Aside from the main, the main event was great. Um, I enjoyed Cedric and, um, and Big E. But I, I don't uh, know. Apollo what, and Biggie? Yeah. Okay. Or Apollo, my bad. 
Yeah. Yeah. It was and all right. Even, like, what was the point of the drums and all that? They didn't use anything. No, it was a kendo stick match. It was a Nigerian kendo stick match is what it was. I think it was Basically. just to debut that guy, whatever that, to re-debut the big guy. Uh, Daba Kato, yeah. Well, he, 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 he used to be Swamp Cooler in Retribution. That was him, yeah. right? No, yeah. he wasn't in Retribution, was he? I thought oh, he was so. in Retribution. No, he wasn't. No, but, he was Raw I, Underground. <clears throat> yeah, but I, I didn't like I didn't like Bobby versus Drew. It just felt clunky to me, which can be a good thing slash bad thing, or a good yeah a good thing or a bad thing in my opinion. The the tag team turmoil match was shit. I wasn't a big fan of the cage match either. Oh, God, I mean that. Yeah, I mean it wasn't a lot. Like the 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 saving graces of night one were uh, Cesaro, Seth, Bad Bunny, and Damian, and the main and the main event was still pretty. Was no, no I'm sorry. The, the main event of night one was the the women. That's what saved it for me. Yeah, I agree. I so let's talk it. about the main event of night two. What did y'all think? Did the right man win, and yes. in the right fashion? And I kept telling everybody around me, Roman needs to never lose. Like, it maybe maybe till SummerSlam. And so, as cool as it would be to see an Edge win, it's nah, I don't think that's what's that's not best for business. If I'm not mistaken, I think this main event got five stars in the on uh, from Uncle Dave. What? Wait, well, hold. Are you serious? I think so. I uh, on the side that I go to, gave it let me look it up. What what made you? What makes you say that? I thought I saw something on Twitter. Uh, let me look it up real quick. Yeah, do that. That's that'd be that'd be fucking shocking. It <laughs> no, really I, would be. And I don't think honestly, I, I don't think Roman's gonna lose. It's gonna be a SummerSlam. I don't think it's gonna be this year. I think sometime later this year, they if, they if they're if they're going to try to book Roman versus The Rock, this is the time to do it. Hmm. Not, so like, next right year. Now. Later or the year after, no, just mania next year in Dallas. Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? You're gonna get a hundred thousand in there. This is the time to do it. Call himself the head of the table, like you're not the head of the family, bro. (laughs) No, you're not. That'd be the rock, sir. Yeah, that's he's the only one, Mike. You gotta beat him. I don't see that match up here at the five star rated matches. Oh, Highest okay. most recent match <clears throat> is Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole, which got four and a half, which was really good. So Dave hates WWE product. What a hater. What a hater. Like, come on. That's a five star. Uh, um, I honestly think Bianca and Sasha's a five star. Like, he's a hater. <laughs> what a hater. <laughs> um <laughs> Did, did y'all watch like that tag team match on AW? That was fucking five stars. <laughs> okay, that's a great match. It really was. <laughs> We're talking. That about might be my. Answer. I, know, right. I, know, I know. I know. We'll, I'll, I'll all right. So let's finish out. up. Let's finish up WrestleMania. We'll get into that because that was a great match. Um, so finishing up WrestleMania, I I'd also give Night One a, a four and a half, five pack, and a five out of six, and Night Two maybe maybe three. Like yeah, two. night two, um, night two got a two pack for me. It got it got two small cans. I give you, I give you that a two. Uh, Roman and Rock at WrestleMania in Hollywood, I think, makes the most sense, and that gives uh, Rock yeah, enough time yeah. in advance to 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 book it, which now? is twenty twenty three. Yeah, wow, we're going, so boys. We can't keep Roman undefeated till then, but <laughs> why not? We're going. But then the we're... question is, who who beats him? 
<sighs> I don't know. Almost. Almost beats him. Come back. <laughs> Cena. Um, I heard a guy say he thinks it's it's Roman and Cena next year. Okay. And then maybe and maybe Rock and Cena after that. Again? Why no one wants no one wants to see the super punch from John Cena? Oh, the, <laughs> the fastest members uh, fight. Um. So what about Big E? If if they if they get behind Big E, I love it. I love to see. It. I think I think you just set him up to not get to get knocked down by Roman. To be honest, but I would love to see it. Yeah. No. I Big E. I yeah. They. Put the put the put the battery behind Biggie and let Biggie do his thing. I'd like to see it. That's that's to me the the positive of him losing that match is like all right now he can move up maybe into some uh into some uh you know some main event stuff. Main event, yeah, main main card, main event, yeah. That's where he belongs. Yeah, he pays. Right, so, absolutely. All right, so let's talk about it, y'all. Black Thursday is what this this day will be known as. WWE announced the release of several superstars today, including Samoa Joe, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Mickey James, Mo- Mojo Rowley, Kalisto, Chelsea Green, Bo Dallas, Wesley Blake, and Tucker. Now, um, they were seeming to come out like one at a time. Like first it was Billy Kay, mm-hmm. and then like an hour later it was Peyton oh, Royce. So I wonder if there was like Oh, you got a problem with it? Peace. Nah, or like, I don't know. Or I don't know if they were had a plan because it seemed weird because they came out in separate announcements. It came out um, in waves first. And then what's the biggest surprise on that list for you guys? Samoa Joe. Yeah. Samoa Joe, who was already shining in commentary. And and in my opinion, or at least we thought he was only doing commentary until he was able to come back. And um, maybe they had a real tough conversation with him and was like, are you ready to come back? And he might have been like, no. And they've been like, we can't pay you a, you know, a worker's salary. So you you might have to get a pay cut. And he might have had an issue with that. I don't know. But OK, I don't know. What do you think? This is this is kind of where I'm a little bothered. OK, I'm a lot bothered because WWE cut profits like they made profits. During yes, the pandemic, they made profits. There's only and two companies that made profit in pandemic. WWE Amazon and Amazon. And, da- and yeah, Zoom. WWE. <laughs> and the ones so, that were, the one that Zoom the definitely did, too. They gave me 2.25%. Yeah, that's them, them too. <laughs> Bingo. 2%? Wow. Okay, so a few companies are still eating. All right, so without house shows, you know what, what kind of deals you got to finagle? Without house shows to make a profit? Yeah, but they're paying less in overhead, right? And Are they're probably, they? That they're Thunderdome probably, is, is probably, cheap? They're probably paying less in overhead because you don't have to keep renting out individual zones. You can buy them bulk. Uh, you can also... They're probably also paying less for travel um, and things of that nature. You know, that's kind of where, where my head's at. Hmm... Those and when I mean overhead, travel anyway. <laughs> but they still like some sort of the, reimbursement, the trucks, like the WWE trucks, like Who all gets that reimbursement. Stuff? The, the the workers, I would hope, right? They're they, independent contractors. Maybe they can write that off. I hope contractors. They they cover their own travel in hotels. Gross. They they never cover that stuff for them. Yeah, 
Uh, another thing that kind of surprised me, because I, I had no idea that these two were so beloved by the internet wrestling community. I had no idea that people cared about the Iconics the way they did. I was never really big on them, and the internet was really surprised that yeah. Billy Kay and Peyton Royce got let go. They were really entertaining, and they were just kind of getting over. And like, they just had that peacock bag. No, you're right. The peacock bag, they just basically, they took, you got to say, that's a big move because they took their entire network, <laughs> all their million subscribers, and was like, here you go. That's money. So they have signed two separate billion-dollar deals in the last few years. And again, I don't know why y'all assuming this is budget cuts. I think this is just cutting dead weight, in their opinion. I don't think this is budgetary. But John Laurinaitis was on the horn saying, we're doing this because of budget cuts. Oh, yeah, you know, it's John Laurinaitis. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's John Big John, Colin. Hey, Samoa. That's a... That's a lie. I don't think I don't believe that at all. That's a lie. Well, I I also say this. I'm pretty sure Vince is recouping the loss from the XFL. I said it. Whatever. He just wants to line. He just wants to line his pockets. He just wants to line his pockets. But he he sold it at a loss, right? I think so. Yeah. All right. That's fair. But yo, they got he sold it to the he sold it to the Rock for on the discount rack. He got Young Rock the show that they're in. (laughs) Like, I don't know, man. They're in on a lot. Of, they've made a lot of money moves in the past year. And I don't think this is budgetary because I don't think any of these guys were top earners. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Kalisto's salary was not, not hurting nobody. I mean, I mean, if you look at the, the names that were released last year and the names this year, I mean, it was all people that weren't really doing shit, essentially. But Joe, Joe was doing shit. Well, uh, Billy Billy yes. Kay was in WrestleMania. Like she was literally on the like show. Like she just worked. <laughs> Joe called the show in a poncho. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I just sat in the rain for y'all. <laughs> and do you, you think he's get... hurt? Like, do you think he's hurt and maybe can't couldn't get cleared? So they had no reason to keep him. That's what I think. I honestly and, and think they the came thing. to him, or maybe he came to them and like, yo, I'm I'm clear. And they were like, We ain't got nothing for you. You know, that could have happened, too. He never had a fucking run with the strap either, which is nuts. You're telling me, like, there's a Samoan dynasty brewing and you couldn't put the Samoan with the Samoans? I mean, I don't care if it's like... <laughs> Bingo. Bingo. You're absolutely, that's the, that is the number one thing. You got well, a Samoan dynasty happening on SmackDown. You can't set Joe up and Rome. Come on, that's money. He could have been Roman. He could have eliminated Paul. He could have been Roman's destroyer. Yeah, Literally. and they could have, and they could have got rid of Paul Heyman after that and kept it all Samoan blood. And then Brock like could Joe, have came. <laughs> yeah, Joe could have done talking smack. He could have done talking raw. He could have done all that raw dogging and just like big up the Samoan. Oh man, Jay Gangster said there nope. was no room at the table. <laughs> I mean, Fuck you, Jay Gangster. No room at the table for Joe. Joe oh, would bring the Hawaiian rolls oh, to the cookout. Like that's how oh, beloved he is. King's Hawaiian. Oh, the King's Hawaiians, my guy. Oh, yeah, man. It's I. I it, okay, so here's an interesting point, and I've wondered about this. Drizzen has an, uh, a hot take on this: that Samoa Joe doesn't count as Samoan. 
that his family is and was shunned his by name the Anoa'i family. <laughs> Your name is just Joe. Remember Roman said that? You just Joe. Fucking Not Samoa. So apparently Joe's family left really, really early. And uh and he's never been involved in any way with anything that uh that the NOI family's been doing. Suspend your disbelief once in a while. God damn, like whatever. But right, it's wrestling. Who cares? <laughs> Bliss bleeding black goo and right, it's wrestling. <laughs> Who cares? His name is Samoa Joe. Like we're that's it. <laughs> So you Thank think you, like a guy like Thank you. suspend your disbelief? Like who cares? And I'm the one that never suspends my disbelief. And I'm like, come on! I appreciate you doing that, Rock, because that that's that's for real. Uh, okay, so the question is, who do you see out of this group of folks making the biggest impact outside of WWE? We got Joe, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Mickey James, Mojo. Kalisto, Chelsea Green, Bo Dallas, Wesley Blake, and Tucky. Tucky, Tucky. Um, I think Mickey James could make a huge impact on the AEW women's roster to bring yep. a veteran presence. And yep. I think, and honestly, I mean, the Iconics would probably add some some luster to that division as well. Honestly, I, I would have mind. I wouldn't mind if Mickey James just went back to NWA with Nick Aldis, and they do some sort of power couple thing. Right, is that and her then, married? Yeah, yeah, they're married. Okay, yeah, and, and with that thought in mind, because NWA and AEW kind of have a working relationship, hmm. I mean, Mickey James could, in theory, pop up on in on AEW with that relationship, sure, because they defended that NWA strap on AEW television before. I think right now, Serena Deeb is the mm-hmm. title holder. Yeah, and they, she's she was also she was also part of Black Wednesday Part One. Let's that's not forget right. that. So, what was her name? What was her name in WWE? Serena Deep. I don't. I forget her name in the WWE, but she was mostly like she was mostly like a trainer, coach, okay. um, type okay. of person for the in, in the performance lab. Okay. Um, and yeah, like you know, I think I think if Mickey James goes to NWA. She has that power couple thing with Nick Aldis, and then she also has that. She also has a crack in the door for AEW. Sure, uh, yeah, there is a relationship with NWA over there. Um, as far as I know, Thunder Rosa isn't even signed to AEW. She's still an NWA wrestler, but she just shows up. So there is an open relationship. Um, I would love to see her and Nick Aldis pop up. I think that would be really dope. Um, and I even think, if without her, like I think yeah. without Nick, I think she would be a huge addition to that roster. Definitely. For sure. Yeah. I, I think Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, I think in my opinion, they would probably do better in Impact. No, no, no. I'm sorry. They would probably do better in ROH because I feel like the ROH women's division could use both of them. Um, mm-hmm. Because Impact division right now, the women's division is kind of stacked. Like they have some really good stuff yeah. like i i can see chelsea green either going back to impact um but i mean oh, either she's from impact yeah yeah was she hurt a lot in impact or was, she, or was that just here in wwe um i you know what i I'm, i didn't really follow a lot of impact prior to kenny yeah. omega so i'm not mm-hmm. sure <laughs> <laughs> but if anybody okay. in the chat knows for sure let me ask but, you this I'm how, crazy would this, how crazy would this be 
Hmm. What if Samoa Joe made a return to Impact? Yeah, that'd be fire. Yeah. Um, you know, you know what I was just thinking though is like Sean Spears though. She's he's isn't he together with Peyton Royce? Yeah. Yep. And so there's kind of that thing, mm-hmm. right? I'm sure he's like, "Yo, come through. I can talk to Tony." And you know, I'm sure that's happening. July 14th is when the no complete clause, the no compete clause is up. It's 90 days. So 90 days from today is officially. Yeah, June fourteenth, July fourteenth. Bam! Then we get a valet for the pinnacle. Thank you. Oh, Wixie. what's the thank pinnacle? Thank you, Wixie. That's MJF's new crew. That's the stable, oh. the new horseman, the the pineapple. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, no, no, they're not the not the new horseman. The um the stable keepers. I did. I, I did <laughs> see like fifteen minutes of AEW this week. Well, let's talk about a little bit of AEW, and then we can move forward. Um, I thought it was a solid episode, to be honest. Um, we, uh, Neo, I would love to talk to you about this tag team match, which I thought was phenomenal. But let's 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 we are a hip hop culture podcast as well. Okay. Later, rock. So we, so we have to. No, 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 rock. You can stick around for this. No, you he, saw he, the photo. Gone, <laughs> oh Jesus! You saw the photo of the young bucks in the Air Jordan Dior ones. These are shoes that are anywhere from $10,000 to $15,000 sneakers. Question is, did they do it? (laughs) Were these real? Does it matter? And what's up with that? I honestly feel like it's 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 a perfect heel move, whether they're real or fake. It's a super okay. heel move that I love. It's, it's oh, like you're talking about the Dior ones. Yeah, it's a, it's a heel flex, whether they're whether they're fake or not. I think it's like a really good move because it makes people talk about them, it makes people hate them. And I was like, since when you seen sneakerheads talk about wrestling? You know, like exactly. It's, yeah, like, heads were making a stink when someone wore the Dior ones at the inauguration. Inauguration was, was that uh, with Joe Biden? Like there was yes. some dude wearing Dior ones who I don't know who was, but he was wearing Dior ones. Yeah, sneakerheads making a big stink. Honestly, in my opinion, I think it was genius. It's trans. It's they're trying to transcend the business. The young bucks for the longest time have been wearing very unique colorways of the Jordan ones or the, mm-hmm. or the space jams or, or, or the, you know, whatever's um, <clears throat> yeah, I kind of liked it. I was kind of like, he, he, <laughs> when I saw it, because I'm like, bro, like they're, they're obviously doing a money flex first and foremost. And yes. I mean, that's the other thing. Like I automatically yeah. hate anybody who's trying to flex their money in front of me. Right. Exactly. I'm over no here. One on, likes that. We in, a, we in the middle of a panoramic. <laughs> and you out here like, yo, I'm going to just crease these $10,000 J's up because I don't care. Like, that's straight heat. Like, I love it. I think I'm think i over here on StockX looking at everything under retail. <laughs> Pulling up my plug rock knowledge. Hey, yo, when, uh, when is this shit going on sale, homie? <laughs> right. And they just Dog. do it. They belligerent. Or what, they, what is it? They habitually <laughs> crease those ones in front of my face. Like oh these oh these old things <laughs> that was that was great so even outside of the match them wrestling in them but to just pose in them and crease them is just that's just great great heat that's heel work baby it was hilarious we yeah, always was I hilarious. agree the heel heel bucks are far better to me than face bucks and 
I like it. I, I like it. And and the story behind it, I know you guys don't watch the BTE stuff, but man, like the story behind it, it really just kind of sucks you in. It just because if you're a big I mean, I've admitted this to you, Ran. What got me back into wrestling was like not only you, but like you're telling me about like these guys in Japan. And then I got I fell in love with the Bullet Club because I'm a smarky smart smart. And like seeing all that shit happen, you know, mm-hmm. it, it just kind of revitalized my spirit for wrestling and just kind of seeing what got me back to the dance and all of a sudden getting another dance with these guys. I love it. Like, that's just me. Yeah, I, I thought it was great. Uh, so let's get into the action. Um, there was a lot to like here. We got Mike Tyson, which I was talking to a friend off like on text. I love what Mike's doing with them, but I don't need him having so much mic time. Um, what WWE did or WWF back then did so great with Mike Tyson is they just made him look tough. He wasn't on the mic talking about, I'm going to kick your ass. Like, no, we don't need that. We just need him looking tough and knocking people out. Too much mic time. Him and MJF together. I, I, I didn't need it. However, what? another what side of that coin, I'll tell you what, though, Ran, mm-hmm. the fact that we don't hear him talk as much, and then f- finally we're getting him, you know, being eloquent on the mic, in my opinion, was refreshing because you didn't really get to hear what he had to say, mm-hmm. you know? And the fact that he went tit for tat with MJF, not as a wrestling promo, but as a person promo, because he kept cutting off MJF during those promos. And it yeah. was kind of refreshing to see, like, uh, like a kind of like a real side to the show because because Mike Tyson's not privy to the business one hundred percent. He doesn't right. know that he has to wait till MJF is over. He's cutting that motherfucker <laughs> off like at the pass, you know. Right. He ate his blank check. You know, he, what I mean? he ate the check. <laughs> that was hard. That was hard. <laughs> and he spit it at him. So I, I kind of like the fact that it it went against the grain. You know, fedora's on. Like, I just kind of like that fact that it was just different. You know. Okay, I ain't mad at that. That's a good good perspective on it. I just thought, I feel like the more he talks, like you you open opportunities for him to kind of be exposed. You know what I mean? So it's like if he messes up, if he if he doesn't sound convincing, you know what I mean? It, it oh. could leave it could leave him open to not be taken seriously or feared. You know 100%, what I'm saying? One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Just like how like they used to show. <laughs> Remember when he first came through on the show and he was yawning during the championship match? He was holding the title. He was like, <laughs> right. It's like, oh, maybe, maybe we maybe we shouldn't have showed that up. Oops. You know? uh, so yeah, we get we get a little, we get some mic. We get the young bucks without the tassels, which I'm sure Rock Knowledge can appreciate. Well, they, they had the chandelier just, headbands though. Pet peeves about the boxes and fucking tassels. Yeah, he didn't like the tassels. He thought, you know, too too kitty, too rocker. Uh, we don't get tassels, but now they got the little the head thing, which the head you know, tassels, the head tassels. Um, well, there's we got, those chandeliers. It was made out of Swarovski crystals. Right? Oh, of course, <laughs> scam, scam the layers. Um, Jay Cargill looked really good, and so did Red Velvet, dude. Um, uh, man, match. I can't I can't say enough about Jay Cargill. I think. Like this is like her fifth match, and like she looks great. I think it's like her you know third I mean? match. Yeah, like she's maybe just third. like a monster. 
And uh, she took her first bump of the match. And there's a moment where the announcers were like, whoa, like she got her down. You know, like they absolutely played up the monster heel. And that's how you're supposed to do it. Like if she takes a bump, it's a big deal. So I like that. Um, Also like Britt Breaker talking about the ranking system, uh, which I've talked about a lot here and why people need to be moving in certain directions. Mm -hmm. So, but we've already gone there. Um, also, Anthony Agogo looks pretty good. I mean, he's very green, but I thought it looked good. Yeah, he 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 gut punched somebody to death. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if you go end the match with a gut punch, you got to make it look good. And he, he did. He was like, bow. I'm really excited to see like this this factory faction, right? Because I like factions, you know, because I mean, New Japan, AEW, even ROH is doing like the whole faction thing. I like it just because it gives everybody a chance to shine in, in some way, shape, or form. And I kind of like the way the factory was formed. You know, they're like, fuck Cody I Rhodes. I he's like a, what it's about. He's a they, mark for himself. Yeah, We're coming like, out here because we want to fucking wrestle. It's stuff that we agree with. Like, okay, yeah. Cody's always putting himself over, blah, blah, blah. What about us? So it, it's, a, it's a good cause. Now they just have to hold up their end of it and wrestle well. Um. And um, mainly, I just want to talk about that tag match, man. The the Bucks and uh, you know, the, to me, one of the best tag, te- the, probably the top two tag teams in wrestling right now. You know, Pac and Phoenix, which uh, this has got to be a five star, yeah, match right here. And, like, and let's I, also not forget Pac and Phoenix. They're not technically. I mean, the Lucha Bros are supposed to be the tag team. You bring yeah. Pac into the mix, he's just an accelerator. And he yeah. looks like a fucking monster. Like when Pac wrestles, yeah. like the fact that Pac and Ray Phoenix together, and you finally see them go all out with like, you know, like they basically. It, it, to me, it, it was kind of like when remember when Piccolo and Goku would train with like weighted clothing. Mm-hmm. Okay, it kind of felt like that where they took off the weighted clothing and they just kind of went all out. <laughs> you you know what we mean, right? Rock. <laughs> you, you know, you, you feel them. You feel them. Uh, so yeah, it's these guys can go, man, and it's just a it's just a pleasure to watch. I don't know if you saw that match, Rock, but fire. I didn't see that one. Um, what I caught was, and I was going to ask you guys because this is the, this is the first time I've seen this this large monster of a man. Um, the dude that came out with Taz, is it Hobbs. Yeah, mm-hmm. Will Hobbs. Mm-hmm. Jesus yeah. Christ. Huge, big dude, powerhouse Hobbs. He beat the fuck out of Christian. He beat like the yo, he did beat the brakes off him. So we're getting that match next week, which I'm looking forward to. Like putting some putting some hands on Christian. Yeah, uh, let's let's put our fedoras on. Like shout outs to Christian, right? He wants to like get in, get it in with any anybody right now. So, and I don't want to say anybody like whatever, but like he is open to wrestle like you know anybody you know will hobbs included yeah um aw is definitely faction of mania there are so many factions i think to the point where there's almost too many because nope not me you don't have enough time like the factory i don't think there's enough time in a two-hour show to really get these people known that's why there's aw dark aw dark elevation i want to sign for that yeah, I don't know. You don't um, need they, to watch Raw anymore, homie. You got something else to watch on Mondays. I mean, you might be right. Raw Raw is terrible right now. Dog so. shit. <laughs> it, it's bad. It's bad. So, 
Maybe, maybe we need to start moving over to dark and dark elevation. <laughs> AEW dark web. Listen, as I, I'll be it. like, I've been called an AEW mark, obviously on this podcast time and time again, but yep. I have never not been disappointed majorly with watching anything AEW puts out. And what's the mantra? Watch what you like. That's sure. true. I'm That's watching true. what I like because. I'm not as mad <laughs> as, <laughs> as, as I was when I've been watching Raw. So, you know, to anybody out there, yeah. If you want to call me the bail bondsman for AEW, fine. Whatever. At least I'm happy. Like, it's just fun. About AEW. Mm-hmm. Now that NXT is a Tuesday night program, if there's not a significant bump in AEW ratings, does that say anything to you? Since the there, are, is, there is, was already a, a bump this week. Was there a bump? Was there a bump this yeah. past week? Okay, they, okay. they got, got up into the millions. millions. Yeah, people are lot. watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, when now, they're, now that they're unopposed, they're yeah they're hitting a million. So yeah. I don't know. Did, um, and, did, did you catch NXT on Tuesday? I caught one match, and I just wanted to talk to you about it because it was fire. Um, Kushida and and Escobar. Man, I like, was expecting the, the change. Yeah, I'm not mad. What a shocker. I mean, I love Kushida, but like they got it in. And um, yeah, I wasn't expecting a, a, a title change at all. Like a, you just not... you just built Escobar as the one true champ. Like, what's yeah. what's up with that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not the biggest karate McFly fan, but you know. Yeah. And I'm like my ass off. Oh my god! I need them to get a get get a rematch, and and maybe I don't know. Maybe they'll flip flop it. It it shocked me though, but it was great great match. match. Uh, What else on NXT tickled your fancy? Um, (laughs) I just like that 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 uh, title reunion on NXT, bro. Like that. That 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 hit my heart right there. Like watching all them ladies from or all the women from A uh, AW from NXT have gold come back to their come back to their hometown or to their home show and be like, "Yo, anything is possible," you know? Cool like, with, why, why not? Ladies being out there first, mm-hmm. and then you hear Rhea's music hit, and then you hear Bianca's hit, and then that photo behind them, oh. and they all point. It was special. I was like, ah, oh, yes. What a moment. It was, it was special. So it was, special. It was great. It was, it was, it was dope. Um, I enjoyed that. The swerve and Leon Ruff stuff that's continuing. Those guys are going to kill each other. The, that's, that's like the new generation of fight forever. Like, why the fuck not? Like, those yeah, boys they, can really get it in. They just fight and they do crazy shit and it's mm-hmm. fun to watch. Mm-hmm. They go, yeah, they go yeah. in. Yeah, no, so it, now that everything's on a different different day, I will be watching NXT more often for the most part. Wednesdays, AEW's been getting my time, but I'm gonna do my best. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, <sighs> so much. Stuff. Isn't isn't Impact on Thursday? Impact's on Thursday. It's Impact like, on Thursday. <laughs> we can talk about that too. You announced it right before we went live. Um, that uh, we we have the return of one of our favorite people in wrestling. Who's going now, to be calling that impact match? Didn't oh, you yes. say that? Yeah. Man, uh, I, I read today Mora Ronello's going to be calling the uh, Kenny Omega and Rich Swan match. That's dope. That's 
fucking incredible, man. Anytime Morrow's back, I'm all for it. I've missed Morrow since Morrow has not been doing NXT. He is doing like Showtime, uh, Bellator MMA. He does their boxing and their other fights. But I miss hearing Morrow call wrestling because he's so good. And Morrow is so good. So, Rock, I got to ask you, homie. I got to ask you, how many Mama Mia's are we going to get with Kenny Omega versus Rich Juan? I know you know who Rich Juan is because he's been. Yes, I'm aware. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's like, like how many Mama Mia's are we going to get? We're gonna get a lot of Mamma Mia. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going six. Six Mamma Mia's minimum. To my knowledge, I don't think Morrow's ever called a Kenny Omega match. I don't no, so. I mean, well, he used to call New Japan stuff, but I don't think he called a lot of uh, Kenny Omega stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be fun, man. I mean, Rich Swan, Kenny Omega. That's taking place at their what their next pay per view. Yeah, I think it's yes. called uh, uh, Rebellion. Are there pay per views on Let Saturdays me check. or Sundays? I think they do Saturdays. Let me let me pull it up right now. I got the card. Rebellion is the twenty fifth. Is that the one? That should be the most. Yeah, the next one. It's okay. So it's the oh, it's title versus title. Kenny Omega, Rich Swan. Yeah. Division Ace Austin versus Josh Alexander versus TJ Peace in Impact. I didn't know that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and we're talking. And we're talking like this. This whole belt collector match has been about. I want to say at least five, maybe even six weeks in the making. Okay. You know, so like if you're invested in like, you know, storytelling, I mean, you've got enough to be kind of hooked yeah. in. Who's who's mm-hmm. Trey Miguel? He was part of the MSK. He was part of the Rascals. Oh, okay. Okay. Because he has a last man. Standing. They used to be a trio. Now they're, well, obviously they broke off. This card is it's a good, good card. James Storm, Chris Saban, Willie, Willie Mack. And, and Love the Willie a, Mac. Willie Mac's a homie. I think this is a good card. Um, actually, Impact. I'm actually intrigued. I, I talk about it a lot, man. Impact maybe doesn't have the best like production values, but the wrestling is right up there with what you're seeing on anywhere else. Wait, yo, but their have, commentary wait, game is stepped up. Ring or the, the, the octagon looking ring again? No, no, they don't do that anymore. They it's use just, they they may bust out the octagon where? for like pay per views sometimes, uh, sometimes, sometimes, but I don't know if they're gonna bust it out this time. Oh, this card yeah. is intriguing. I, I I may end up wanting to watch this one because I'm I want to hear Moro. <laughs> to be honest, I want to hear Moro. right. Okay, so this one will be on a Sunday on the 25th. Uh, if you are interested, I want to look at the press conference which happened tonight. So I'll check that out, and we'll be talking about it on our socials. Which, speaking of socials, you can add the Matt Mania Podcast on Twitter at Matt Mania Pod or on Instagram Matt Mania Podcast, and we also have a Patreon where we're going to be going next to talk about all the things that we love inside and outside of wrestling. So you can go yeah. in there and pay that money and join the conversation. Um, so I think that's about it. We're going to try to wrap there. If, so if can... I could just plug one more thing yeah. um, from April 14th till April 17th. So hopefully two more days. Um, a uh, pro wrestling tees is, is having a 20% off uh, all, all, all t-shirts. So go to pro wrestling teens.com slash podcast. Use the promo code SPRINGFLING and get 20% off the Matt Mania uh, podcast t-shirts and CDs. Yes, yes. Put in the code, what is it, SPRINGFLING? SPRINGFLING. All right. And you're getting 20% off and free USA shipping on orders over 100 bucks. I think. A buck 50, homie. Oh, buck 50. You got to spend that real money. So <laughs> do that. Grab yourself a t-shirt or two. Get the homies together, place a big order. 
that's the way you do it. You get that's the homies the way together. You do it. Save on the shipping. Yeah. So grab a couple t-shirts and support your favorite hip hop slash wrestling podcast. The Southwest Authority of stuff. Apparently, that's what I mean. <laughs> pop culture and all things in between. I think is what she says. There we you go. This, we, we should know this, guys, but you know, we, we should know our tagline. We, we don't should know, know our tag. <laughs> oh, well, uh, but yes, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, we're gonna stay, stay tuned if you are watching us live because we're gonna be on Patreon doing uh, taking your questions, your comments, and anything that you want to add to the conversation. Uh, but if you are watching us or listening to us on any of your podcast apps, we are out of here like Mojo Raleigh at this point. <laughs> sorry, y'all. Fuck I'm, that I'm, guy. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. Out of here like Kalisto. No. Um, sorry, guys. Out of uh, here like Taki. He's a lucha guy, right? He's a lucha lucha? Or is the yeah. Is he the lucha lucha? He is. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, like you're talking about, like his he was kicked out, but his homies in the lucha house party, the faction that he started, are still like employed. Come on, it's it's weird, man. And Velveteen Dream still has a job, but um, fuck that puto. Neither here nor there. All right, y'all, we up out of here. So, uh, see you next week. We're getting ever closer to 200. We're gonna have a special like. I don't know what we're gonna do. We're gonna do something special for two hundred. We're gonna get. Yeah. We're gonna get crunk. We're gonna have some we're guests. Get, we're gonna get drunk. We're gonna, we're gonna get crunk. Chicka chicka yeah yeah chicka. It's, it's gonna be great. What? <laughs> Thank you so much. And as always, you know what to do. Keep your shoulders awesome. off that. All right, peace. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.